All right, everybody, welcome to the Weg Cave. I'm uh, Dan Hummer. I'm here with uh, Bobby. What's up, Bobo? What's going on, man? Hanging out. Uh, happy Memorial Day, man. Hell yeah, happy Memorial Day. Happy day off of work. Hell yeah. Hanging out. Uh, we're here, the boys. We're going to be talking about uh, Batman. We're going to be ranking all the live-action movie Batman. Uh but before we get into all that, we're going to touch on something a bit more serious and that's been happening, and uh, I'm going to throw it to Bobo. All right, right before we get to our ranking of our live-action movie, Batman, here today, I would just like to take a brief moment of silence for the victims of the Buffalo Top supermarket shooting and the Texas school shooting, as well as our veterans that uh, gave their lives for our country today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for sure, uh, it's uh, it's very sad what uh, what's been going down, and uh, my condolences and prayers, and uh, you know, from everybody, it's it's fun to have the luxury to be able to hang out on a, a nice holiday and, and talk about the stuff that we enjoy. But there's uh, people that don't get to do that now, and little kids that don't fucking get to grow up and have lives and you know it's just shit's very sad and people are very fucked out there and it sucks and it really is uh, it's time for our leaders in america to actually get off their ass and to fucking do something about it yeah and uh but uh before and and even before all that let's just let the families uh grieve and uh come to you know try to get some closure yeah. It sucks, but, uh, you know, uh, prayers and condolences with with all the families and everyone affected. But uh, let's move on, Bobo. Uh, We got the the web cave popping. Uh, Second episode here. As you, as uh, I don't know if everybody knows, but I, I'm more the I'm probably you're probably the Marvel dude. I, I guess you would say you're a Spider-Man guy. And uh, but you but you fuck with everything. You enjoy it all. But uh, you're a big Spider. You're a big Spider-Man guy. I'm a big Batman dude. I'm a big uh, DC guy. That's kind of why we decided to do that. The whole web cave thing. Uh, today we're going to be talking about all the live action movie Batman. Uh, before we do that, I think we do got to give props to a couple people. One, the TV Batman. It might have been Cordy. Uh, it might not age that well. It might be a bit campy, but it is still fucking hilarious. And, and some of the jokes, and I think they knew what they were doing. Uh, Adam West, uh, I think he is a legend. I agree. I would even throw the prop, the shout out to the. I think his name is Lewis Wilson and Robert Lowry, the first two that played the serials in the in the forties. Yes. Yeah, can't forget about that. But yeah, they're hilarious. Adam West, he is an absolute legend. And Burt Ward, uh, the, the man that played Robin, the, the, those two were they were phenomenal. And uh, for the time, and that, that show was a big hit. And uh, that kind of like started everything. That was before Superman, the movie. So uh, yeah, that show was a big deal, man. Batman 66 and all that. 
So I watched uh, a few and, episodes. Yeah. You know, we we all uh, check it out every once in a while. I mean, it's not the most gripping superhero action on the market today. I actually, <laughs> to be honest, the other day in HBO, I actually rewatched the reboot of the Batman 66 Adam West movie that they came out with, Robin, the movie. The animated one? And I actually watched a few... Yeah, I watched a few scenes of it. That one's actually kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Like when he's uh, like when he's in the helicopter with the shark hanging onto the ladder. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> I got I had a lot of fun with that one. But uh, another man that we have to give props to, and probably a lot of people, you know. Uh, and we'll say this a couple times during this time, you know, this is my Batman or, or this is, you know, this generation Batman, but a lot of kids grew up to a voice of one Batman. And that was Kevin Conroy who started on the animated series uh, back in like 92. And ever since, you know, the Justice League cartoon, Justice League Unlimited, he, he does the Arkham games. You know, he is a Some lot of, the, of kids. The movies. Know, yeah, similar to Mark Hamill, like when you're reading the comic, you think of his voice. Sometimes when you're like, when you see like Batman say something in like a comic or reading form, you, you read it in that voice, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's the voice of Batman. So uh, he's not really eligible for this list because we're talking about live action and betrayals and a lot of that is movement and action scenes and stuff. He didn't really get to do that. He was just voicing them, but uh, a lot of kids Did he up. get to show up as Bruce Wayne, though, in a live-action show? In the Arrowverse, I think it was on Crisis. They, uh, they yeah, threw him a little I think he did get to show up. Yeah. It was like he a got to be Bruce. Yeah, yeah. They, they showed his uh, Bruce Wayne for the first time. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. That that crossover was actually a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I think those two deserve props, but I don't know if they're necessarily eligible for this list. Uh, let's get into it, bro. Uh, there's five guys available, right? Or is there six? Six. Six, six? six gentlemen. We have George Clooney. We have Ben Affleck. We have Michael Keaton. We have Val Kilmer. We have Christian Bale, and we have Mr. Twilight himself, Robert Pattinson. Uh, yes, sir. You want to do the others and go first, or you want me to? I'll go for you. Want to start at the bottom of the list at the number six, or you want to start at the good good? Uh, we'll, we'll go worst to best. Let, let, let's start with okay. the start with the cheeks. And we'll start with the cheeks, dude. All right. I'm pretty sure a lot of you can assume who number six is. Mr. I don't remember what year, but sexiest man alive, Mr. George Clooney. <laughs> awful, awful Batman. Awful Batman. The start of the no. movie alone is completely ruins the movie, in my opinion, where they give you a double ass shot and a double fucking groin shot right when he's putting on the bat suit in the first 45 seconds of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. This isn't a runway show. This isn't a Victoria's Secret commercial, dude. Why are you doing this with fucking Batman? And I don't know. I really feel like that the facial expressions of George Clooney, I really did not like. And when he's wearing the cowl on his head and, like, his eyes look like he has, like, a lazy eye or, like, something's wrong with him. 
He doesn't look right in the suit to me. Yeah. <clears throat> he looks like he looks more like when he's out of suit and he's playing Bruce. Like he looks more like a like a butler working in Wayne Manor than he does Bruce Wayne. <sighs> really? I to me, yeah. Like I just watched this movie last night before I went to bed. So like, I like he to, like when he's walking around with Robin in the manor. Like he looks like it looks like Robin's talking to a butler, dude. But that's Bruce Wayne. No way. I like I really did not like. I did not like Clooney's interpretation of it all. Like he really dropped the ball for the whole Batman and Robin thing that Val Kilmer's movie set up. Jesus. Uh. Well, Clooney had a lot going against him. I mean, Clooney had a shitty script. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, fucking Mr. Freeze, which is... Which I is, liked Arnold's <laughs> role better than I like Clooney as the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. I thought Clooney... Yeah, he was bad nipple. I mean, Kilmer had bad nipples too, but... Uh, that's a, they also did a lot of like action shots on his ass and stuff oh, <laughs> in Batman and Robin. Me, me they did it for Robin too. It's very weird. Trying to get the female audience. Yeah, but uh, Batman uh, George Clooney's kind of sucked, but but I do think there could be a good Batman in him. I think uh, I don't know if it was just the bad material he had to work because come on dude they gave him a bad credit card <laughs> yeah like that like that and that's that was another thing that I was going to bring up the goth card like dude what the <laughs> when he just flashed the goth card dude I was like are you fucking kidding me right now this shit is ass I mean that movie is a fun time and it's interesting it's one to have a couple drinks and enjoy and but uh I don't know. I, I do think there's a better Batman in him. I do. I remember I heard that he, uh, apparently he was still working ER because he was big on that show when he did this movie and he was like working like, I don't know, like 20 hours a day or something. He, he would go straight from one set to another. So maybe he was just fucking tired. I don't know, but he, he did kind of mail it in. His head bobbled in a weird way when he was talking too. Yeah. As Bruce Wayne is, it was always fucking. It was like he was going from side to side, but he, I mean, it's a kind of a shitty movie, so it's hard to judge as Batman. He also he didn't get a lot of uh, the same, you know, treatment that the other ones got. Like he didn't get a Christian Bale type story or anything, you know. No, that's a, that's why I like. I really felt like with the story that Val, the Batman Forever set up, like I feel like it really dropped the ball. Yeah. Because I know they're all supposed to be, like, that's all the same universe. They're all the same Batman. Yeah, for sure. No, he, uh, yeah, he, 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 he was kind of ass. <laughs> like, he, like, like, the eyes when he was in this suit, like, he didn't, like, look like he was mentally okay, dude. Like, his <laughs> eyes are all wacky when he's in, the, when he's wearing the suit, but, like, I don't, like the part of his face that shows, like the nose down to the jaw, like that looks yeah. all right in the bat suit. And like, if you take the nipples away, the bat suit wasn't that bad. <laughs> his bat, his Batmobile was a hell of a lot better than Val Kilmer's Batmobile. You think the nipples? He doesn't have. He, I think he's got the second, like one of the better Batmobiles of the original movies. You might be right on that. 
Because Kilmer's got that one that's got that fin on the top of it. Oh. Doesn't even look like a Batmobile. It looks like a weird fish. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, so Clooney's your, he's the worst. He's, he's definitely the worst. All right. Uh, well, I'll give my list. I mean, uh, yeah, George Clooney's probably my list. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I think that's the one thing we will agree on. I do think there's a better one in him, though. I, I heard uh, Kevin Smith one time. He said if he were to do a Dark Knight Returns, he would do George Clooney. And I, I honestly, I'm intrigued by that idea. I'm intrigued by that idea. I think it's there's a better one. He's a good actor. And that's the thing. When we talk about like all these guys, all these guys actually – are kind of like acclaimed actors. Not even kind of, they are. They're all like they are. pretty established all of them. good actors. Like Christian Bale's a fucking Oscar-nominated actor. Every ben single Affleck. one of these actors that have played Batman are one of Hollywood's yeah. best. All of them. You, you don't have any e- Even Pattinson, there, right? dude. Yeah. So the performance might be bad, but they're all like really good actors with really good movies under their belts. So even Sometimes Clint, they're, just, Oceans, they're, they're just not meant to play that role. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So like even Ben Affleck it, destroyed Daredevil, dude. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I mean, I, I do. There was a lot of things going against that movie, <laughs> but, but, but I agree. Uh, by the way, we will get into the, some of the news topics at the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, uh, Ben Aff- or George Clooney is my uh, he he's my last one too. He's he's not good. Uh, him and Robin were just had a weird dynamic, and them fighting throughout the movie, and him wanting to clap yeah. to be through most of the movie. I just yeah, I, like I that whole sexual like transcendent scene with Poison Ivy spraying the mist on Batman and Robin. Like that scene was pretty dumb. I got into uh, I like some of the emotional stuff they tried to do with Alfred being sick. <sighs> Yeah. Because, I mean, that Alfred was the same Alfred for, like, all four movies, which is pretty nuts. He, he, was. he was the one constant yeah, throughout was. the whole franchise. Him and Gordon were the only actors that didn't change. And the, yeah, and Robin which, which Gordon up. wasn't anything, but Alfred did a little bit. And uh, him being sick, you know, it, it, was, it was a little sad. And we, we got to see Clooney act a little bit, but, you know, he wasn't given much, and... He didn't really deliver much, and yeah, it sucked. Uh, I will say I did like Chris O'Donnell in those movies, though. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was going to bring that up when I get to Val Kilmer. Okay. I was going to talk more about the Chris O'Donnell dropping because that's where he was like, that's where he is introduced. I was going to bring him up then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Clooney, number six, bottom of the barrel. Uh, yeah. Bad, bad movie. Maybe if he would have had something else to work with, but not with that. Uh, let's move on, Bobo. Who's your number five? All right, my number five. I'm going to be hated by a lot of people for my number five. <laughs> <laughs> I have some hot takes. Uh, Michael Keaton. I believe he's number five. In my opinion, on my list of live-action Batmans, that Michael Keaton is number five. 
Really? Things I will start off, I will go off of all of the things that he did astronomically well. Like, so, like, he was the original blockbuster Batman and the original portrayal in a movie. I can never, you can't take that away from him. He's, he's a dude. He's a number one. He's, yes. And he's one of the pioneers of live-action comic book movies, because really before that movie you had Christopher Reeves and Superman movies, and that was it. Yes. And he's the first, his movies were the first to show the gothic version of both Batman and Gotham City. Very true. It was the start of the Burtonverse for all four movies, even though every actor was different for basically all the movies besides the first two. He, uh, he is widely considered, like across the, the world, to be the best Batman betrayal, but he's obviously not my number one. <laughs> I His chemistry believe. with Jack Nicholson's Joker, I have to say, is top-notch. In my opinion, I do like that. Batman and Joker relationship better than I like Bale and Ledger. It's another hot take that I have. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I agree with he that is, one. He's the first to not have the cheesy serial or the comedic take on the character from previous versions, like Les and Lowry yeah. and Wilson. And for everything that's happened, like they did the origin of of him being killed. Uh, not him being killed, I'm sorry. I was getting a phone call. His parents being killed, they did that, the original origin story. In my opinion, he's a lot more laid back, and he feels like he's less traumatized as Bruce Wayne when Michael Keaton plays him. He doesn't seem like it's it's affected him because he became Batman, but I don't think it like it is overly... He just seems like he's less hurt by it when Michael Keaton's playing the role. Uh, he, a lot of people, a lot of people, and I've seen like when, in, in BVS, when Ben Affleck killed people, a lot of people freaked out. A lot of OG Batman fans and comic book fans, they like were angry at Zack Snyder because they made Batman kill people. And apparently a lot of those people don't remember that Michael Keaton threw people off fucking buildings and down clock tower shafts. Yeah, but it's a little different than blasting them with fucking machine guns. It is, but overall, he's still fucking killing somebody. Like, dude, he literally put his feet around somebody's neck and threw them over a ledge. Like, that's a deliberate kill, dude. Dude, Michael Keaton, I cannot believe he is your number five. That is the OG. And like, and like one of the oh, and this is another this is another big one for me too. You know, I'm a huge Joker fan. Batman dude. does not kill the Joker, and he killed the Joker. That's he a big oof. You don't... Dude, he wrapped the fucking... The bat thing around his ankle and tied the gargoyle to him, and he slipped off the ladder and fell hundreds of feet to his death. Because that he tied a weight fault. to the bottom of his ankle hanging on a ladder on the helicopter. He doesn't kill the Joker, and he did that to kill him, dude. That's a, that's a really big flaw. Error. That's a big flaw. That's a big flaw. And I don't and like a couple of the scenes, like he he seemed like he was easily beaten up by some of Joker's goons. Like when he was climbing up that tower to fight him at the top. Like yeah. a lot of his goons got the best of him. He did get obviously fight back and get it and like get his position back. But like they they kinda of beat on him for a minute, dude. Oh, absolutely. I mean 
you got to get your ass kicked every once in a while. It, it's not fun if you don't. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I don't know. For people at that level, to be like Batman, like people of that level of strength and level of like how to fight people, he shouldn't be like getting hit that many times and like being pushed down, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Uh, and that whole also, scene when he's flying the bat plane and like then Nicholson pulls out the that long ass revolver and just shoots it once and the bat plane comes crashing down like you really you wouldn't expect that the bat plane can take a bullet dude his bat suit can take bullets you imagine his plane can yeah I mean these are all valid points I also think this is just like Tim Burton didn't give a fuck you know but uh. Michael yeah, I mean, Keaton. it is obviously a lot of that is, is yeah. not really Keaton's fault, but no, it's just things that he had to do as a character because that's the way he was, like, narrated to, to play the character. So, like, and he did do it. So, like, you kind of do have to hold it against him a little bit, but... I always thought, like, I, I like that you want to get nuts. <laughs> some, of, some of the shit he would do, like... Yeah, like that just, scene, that was a cool scene. It was in the a house cool scene. Or in her apartment. <laughs> Yeah, he was a crazy, like, he, he had a different element to him. Like, he was almost, like, he was calm, cool, and collected as a Bruce Wayne, but he was also, like, he could, he could like, switch on the drop of a dime, too. Uh, yeah, I obviously I, have yeah. a little more positive things to say about him. But. I definitely, like, I liked Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Like, he, yeah, in my opinion, like, him and Ben Affleck are the best Bruce Waynes that we've had. I could agree with that. And like, I I can't really separate the two. I kind of put them both in the same slot. I could agree with that. All right, Baba. Is that all? I mean, that is a hot take. <laughs> it is. Uh, I I got a hot one coming too for number five, and a lot of people aren't going to be happy with me, especially a lot of the new fans. But uh, hear me out on this one, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is my number five. Uh, I haven't seen enough of him yet. I like what they're doing. I like the detective. I like the young shit. But you also got... I know we're ranking the Batman and we're not ranking the Bruce Waynes, but it's also a pivotal part of the character, and we haven't got to see much, and what we did see sucked. His Bruce Wayne is not on point yet. Which I know it's a part of the movie. He's supposed to be depressed. He's supposed to be a bit emo. He's supposed to be kind of a dick. But I just, I got to see more. I got to see a sequel. I love the Hope speech at the end of the movie. I love what I'm saying. I think it's a great movie. And I think he does a really good portrayal. But I also, I'm a huge Batman fan. And I think everyone on this list, large like, yeah. flu, had a great portrayal. So this is also, this isn't an insult for me. It's just uh, I because I I, lo- I love all this shit. I you know, I watch any of them, but I I need to see him in a sequel first. I need to see what he what he does next, and then maybe he'll fucking jolt up the number one. Who knows? I I really like the three hours I saw of him was really good, but yeah, like I honestly, I, my opinion, I like the Pattinson like the movie itself is one of my is one of if not my actual favorite overall. So it's like favorite solo Batman movie. It's really good. Me too. I think it's a perfect or, or not origin, but a perfect beginning. I think it's better than Batman Begins, and I like Batman Begins too. But 
Uh, I mean, I agree that the movie's better, but I really, really enjoyed Batman Begins. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I think it's a good movie. I think he's a really good Batman, and I'm excited to see what he does in the future. But he uh, right now he's not cutting the mustard. He's on the not evil me. as a Playboy millionaire. No, he he. No, there's I no mean, Playboy yeah, I don't agree with that. They haven't showed it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, uh, we, we, one of the things that I put down for him is like for Pattinson is like he does leave you wanting another movie from him. He does, and I can't wait to see it. I want to see him do a little more action. I love like he looks menacing. I love the vengeance shit. I love I I, I love. I a like lot how what they did that with him. Yeah, because they yeah. went back to saying I'm vengeance, not I'm Batman. Because Michael Keaton is the one that changed that. Well, yeah. Michael I mean, Keaton's the one that came out and said, I'm Batman for the first time, and he's the one yeah. who changed the line, not the director. Yeah. And it's stuck ever since, and I'm glad that they took Pattinson and they went back to the I'm Vengeance thing, like how it was originally oh. written. And I love how they tie it in at the end when, when Riddler's goon says that he's Vengeance, and then you, you look at Pattinson's face, and he's like, oh, I fucked up this whole time. <laughs> and he's like, shit. <laughs> and then that's when the big speech comes out, and he saves the people... Yeah, I like that, then, though, because it's showing that he's young and he just, he needs to learn still. He's not... No, and, yeah, and I know he's my number five, but that's actually one of my favorite scenes in Batman cinema. That whole speech and him fucking jumping down and realizing, oh, my God, I need to be a better person for Gotham. And that's why I can't wait for the sequel. And that's why it does leave you on more. Because, yep. like, he jumped down, he helped the people, he reached out his hand to the mayor and her kids and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I got to be a better person for Gotham. No, vengeance doesn't help people. You know, justice, not vengeance. So, right. I can't wait to see what he does, but right now he's uh, he's my number five. Uh, what you got, Bobo? Number four. Number four? All right. I'm going uh, Mr. Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer is number four. <laughs> I'm surprised. So uh, t- take us back because I know he was a lot further down the list before. And he and, was. Uh, he definitely was because I haven't seen the Val Kilmer Batman Forever movie since I was a very young child. So I was trying to base my mem- remembrance off this movie from like 18 years ago. And that's... Yeah. So I decided, like, that's not really fair. I can't sit here and try to fairly rank all the live-action Batmans without actually going back and getting refreshing my memory on that movie. So yeah. I went back last yesterday and I rewatched the movie and I was... I thought this is one of the worst Batman movies, like with Batman and Robin, but I was horribly wrong. Batman Forever is is a great movie. Fuck I was yeah. horribly wrong with all of the <laughs> shit that I talked about that movie and Val Kilmer as Batman. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie beginning then. Holy shit. I never thought I'd hear that, dude. A dead ass. Like, the whole, like, Jim Carrey's Joker, dude, or I mean, Riddler is spot on. It, I enjoy Paul Dano's take in the Batman movie, in the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That's by far a way better variation of the Riddler. But yeah. going back to taking the cheesy dude who's painted in fucking a green sock suit with question marks all over him, dude, Jim Carrey fucking nails it. Yeah. I mean, well, Jim Carrey's not exactly comic accurate either. But he's just being Jim Carrey, no. and it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that movie, like, 
My favorite scene of that entire movie, okay, is when the Riddler and Two-Face are in the casino or whatever room they're at, and they're like, show me how to punch a guy. And he's like, that whole scene had me in tears laughing so hard, dude. Like, Jim Carrey is a fucking legend, dude. Yeah. But, like, Uh, but for Kilmer in the role, I think he's, like, the second best Bruce Wayne. Really? I, like I said, I put Keaton and, and Affleck as both number one because I can't really separate the two being Bruce because they're yeah. both they're both very very good as Bruce and I, they're they're both perfect as him. So I can't like take that away from them. But I think Kilmer was number two. He was stern and collected, and he like he was more like like secretive, I guess, than the other two. Yeah. He didn't seem like Clooney and um and Keaton, they were like itching to tell the the person like, Oh, I'm like that the girl their love interest, that I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce like they were itching to tell them. Kilmer was the one who, my opinion stayed more true to keeping his identity a secret. And I think he has the second best voice as Batman. Yeah, he does have a good... He's got a low tone. The voice is good, dude. Yeah, you're right. I think he's got the second best voice. I, but I think he's a smarter Bruce than Michael Keaton's Bruce. Like, I feel like his thoughts and the way he operates as Bruce and Batman, I feel like he's he's smarter than, than Keaton's iteration. He goes yeah. about his business differently than Keaton did. Keaton just kind of gung-hoed his way into things. And Kilmer, I feel like, was more... Calm and collected, and went at a more mature and smarter approach to whatever he was doing. Oh, I completely agree. I, and I feel like, like to go with that, I feel like he elevates the role of both Bruce and Batman after Keaton's departure from the character. I think they do it well, to where it's not too jarring that it's a different actor. No, like you can buy that, that it's still I, the same franchise. Yeah, you definitely can tell it's still the same franchise, but I think Val Kilmer's replacement of Michael Keaton was honestly for the better. Like, to, like from seeing Val Kilmer's movie, I feel like Batman 89 and Batman Returns should have been Val Kilmer and not Keaton. Like, I feel like Kilmer was more true to the character than, than Keaton was at the time. Holy shit. His, the 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 heroic scene towards the end when Riddler had Doctor Chase and Robin in the cans and they and they dropped them and that heroic scene of him shooting down the well or whatever that yeah. silo thing was and he saved the both of them like that was a good heroic scene that was the first time they showed like a really big heroic Batman scene they did it with Kilmer's Batman that's true and, and they did it enough where it was silly. But it wasn't overly silly like Batman and Robin. Exactly. It, it was That's, serious yeah. enough to where you could still buy into it and have fun with it. And out of all of the Batman, the solo Batman movies, I feel like this was the most fun movie. Yeah, I agree. It, it was a lot of fun. It, beginning to end, it was it was a good time. Uh, so that your number four? Yeah, he's my number four, yep. Okay. He's my number four as well. Uh, this is another thing we agree on. Uh, Val Kilmer 
I, I think it's one of the most underrated movies of all time. And, and I think, like you said, and you were, like you said, you were, you unfairly, like, I think a lot of people unfairly put that with Batman and Robin and say that that's a shit movie, but it really isn't. It, it, it really wasn't, dude. It really wasn't. It does a lot of things really good. The origin of Robin, I know that doesn't really have to do with Val Kilmer, but the origin of Robin and Chris O'Donnell, even yeah. though he's a little old to be in that role, it, they actually did that pretty well. They did with the whole with Bruce being in the crowd and helping people like as Bruce, he's out there beating people's ass out of the bat suit. Yeah, like that was cool, and like he was trying to actually be there for Robin at the time before it was even Robin. And I like the whole situation, like when Robin came back. Like, when he, like, got into the Batcave and was like, I need help. I want to be your sidekick. I want you to train me. He was like, no. Like, I liked how he was reluctant to him at first. Like, he didn't just immediately take him under his wing. Like, he was making sure that he was mentally ready to be Batman's, like, trainee. Yeah. They did a lot of good character work in that one, too, and especially for just having one movie. And that's why I can't really put him too further, because he's like another, uh, like, Clooney, like, what could have been with him? I would have loved to see Batman and Robin with Val Kilmer instead. And hopefully a completely different movie, too. But, uh, like, a, a lot of things would have had to get fixed, not just him as Batman. But he would, like, I, I would have loved to see a trilogy with him and... You know, he, did, he didn't really get that. He got this one movie. He got to go against Jim Carrey having probably the most fun Jim Carrey's ever fucking had. Because <laughs> he's just fucking hanging out. That was, dude, having I, a blast. He, he killed the movie. That was a fantastic yeah. performance by Jim Carrey. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, fuck it. it it's like the character of Two-Face, obviously, it does not do it well. <laughs> it does not, like, no, but it's like, still fun. deep, dark origins. But... It's still a great fucking take. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, fuck it, I'm going to be as like cheesy as I can. And it, it, it I was mean, really yeah, dude, half his face was burnt and it was painted pink, dude. Yeah. The it, costume it design so, of that movie really failed. But but it was still fucking, it was hilarious. And Drew Barrymore was in it. And, and like the, the, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> the playing up like the both sides of his personality, and then he likes good stuff. Yeah, and stuff. it's just and them damn nipples, dude. The bad nipples. Yeah, the bad nipples. You can't get them damn nipples and the ass shot, dude. Like, why? Why do they have to do that? It's hard to get past the cheeks. Uh yeah. Val's my number four. I I, I like them yeah. a lot. I, I love the movie. It's still one I can go back to. I loved it in my childhood as well. It's a great movie. He he was a good Batman, but uh, we didn't see enough of him. He only had one movie, so. Uh, yeah. Who's your number three? Number three, uh, I'm going to go Christian Bale. Okay. Christian Bale is my number three. He has the most successful Batman franchise, movie franchise by far. Yes. I'm pretty sure all the I know Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises both made a billion dollars each. Yes, they did. They were definitely he's by far the most successful franchise but movie Batman. He's Christopher Nolan definitely made him a more reality based Batman, which is why Gotham isn't dark. It looks like he's in Chicago or some shit in the movie. He's more like he's more thrown into the real world. 
then it's out of the comic book universe, which I didn't really like that too much, but I did at the same time. He's got this, in my opinion, he's got the second worst attitude. Really? And he's got one, yeah, I don't really like his bat suit too much. It's kind of cheesy. And, like, the whole, the mask, the way it kind of, like, curves, like, curves into his face. I don't like that. He's got one of the cooler Batmobiles. His voice, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't like the bad voice, dude. The voice is, the voice is ridiculous. The chemistry with him and Ledger, I would say, was about equal par with with Keaton and Nicholson. Around equal par with them. It's a very good chemistry the two of them had with each other. Him and Ledger. <laughs> I, yeah. fe- I felt Christian Bale was better as Bruce than he was as Batman. Really, I disagree on that. He was a little cheesy to me as Batman. Um, the, in Batman Begins, he is... That's one of my favorite Batman movies. That's like number two to Pattinson's movie. I really like Batman Begins because Scarecrow is one of my is one of my favorite Batman villains. He's like my second favorite Batman villain, so like the fact yeah, that Scarecrow was included, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, he's the he's the only movie to include Lucius Fox as well. Mhm. He is. He was uh, really true. Like I I liked how it was more of a reality based Batman. Yeah, I mean, that really was a, that was a, that was a good spin on the character. Yeah, they put Batman in the. What if Batman was like in the real world, like in like a New York or a Chicago yeah. or something? Yeah, it's a good take. I enjoyed that take on it. It is a good. It's a damn good take. I, he's a little higher on my list, but yeah, he's number three. I don't. I mean, I haven't. I've never seen the Bane movie. Through its entirety, ever, so I'm not all my Christian Bale that I'm basing off here is solely based on the Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Yeah, I was trying to find a way somewhere to watch it on any of the streaming services, but it's not on anything, so I wasn't able to watch a copy of the movie. But like the Dark Knight, like I liked that movie was good. I have a lot of hot takes about the Joker, about Ledger's Joker, which is yeah, part of the reason why it's not one of my favorite movies. I forgot. But that's for when we do the Joker episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I liked it. Because, like Ledger was like he. I liked how he had like a little bit of fault, like the like the Joker was following. Like he had like, a crowd of people that were following him, like in the city that were doing like his mob shit for him, and yeah, Batman yeah. had the mess around with those people from, like, the bank robbery and everything. Like, that was... I enjoyed that scene. Like, the the action scenes in that movie were really well chore- like choreographed. Yes, they were. I didn't really like that one, like, bat cave room he was in. Like, that one room that was all white. That was kind of dumb. Like... That was his back cave, wasn't it? Like it was like just an all white room. Yes. I didn't really like that. That wasn't really a back cave, dude. It looked like a fucking like an office loft somewhere in the middle of the city. Like it's not. Wait, though. No, no. He had a he had like a a back cave a back cave underground too. 
I'm, I don't know. I, like, it's been a while since I've seen those movies, and like, I, I really couldn't get a chance to watch those, and I don't really remember too much about that. Bale's got a pretty cool Batman cave. But, yeah. But Bale's, I've always liked Bale's Batman. He was my number one for like a while, until a couple of the other ones, which you'll hear here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, well... It's time for us to start disagreeing, and uh, yeah, I mean our lists are already completely different. But my number three, and hopefully Sharon doesn't punch me from the other side of the couch. My number three is Mr. Ben Affleck, because uh, <clears throat> as, as much as I, I fucking and I love Ben Affleck, I think he's a great Batman. I think he is the perfect Batman for the Justice League, and for. Everything that the Justice League needs, and the he is my Batman to fight Darkseid and fucking Doomsday and, and big intergalactic threats. But I do not want to see him in Gotham. The Deathstroke movie would have been amazing. I understand that, but fucking, I don't need to see like him. If you replace Pattinson with him in that movie, it would have sucked. He he's not the Batman to run around in in Gotham and face all these street level threats. And that's my favorite version of Batman. As much as I love the Justice League and I love big stories and I love those movies, ben, uh, Batman always, to me, is the heart of Gotham. And uh, this guy that, you know, he, he's kind of a man of the people. And, and, he, and he's, like, just fucking up psychopaths and shit. And serial killers and, and, and people like that. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's not that guy. Yeah, he's more of a global... Yeah, he he's, like, he's... A guy that you can see hanging out with Superman. You yeah. can't see that's, see. that's why our lists are different. My favorite iteration of Batman is the League Batman, not not yeah. Gotham Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Which and I love. I'm a huge DC fan. I watch anything fucking DC. That's my favorite uh, brand. But and I love the Justice League. But my favorite version of Batman is him hanging out in Gotham and, and taking out the street level threats, the Court of Owls, Mister Freeze, fucking. Uh, hanging out with Catwoman, fucking going up against the Penguin and the Riddler and the, the and Joker, and the, that's my favorite Batman. So, as much as I I like Ben Affleck and I think he's really good, and I think his action scenes are probably the greatest because Zack Snyder's probably shoot the greatest action scenes. Uh, out of all these Batman, he he kicks a lot of ass. Him killing people, I, I've never really cared about much. I, I don't care for the scenes, and I don't like it when you kind of take heroes and uh, make them unheroic just to do it. But I, I understand it, too. And you can find moments in all the movies, but like you yeah. said, throwing people down. Snyder kind of, he kind of backstepped himself on the on that version of Batman, though, being evil and, like, not really evil, but, like, killing and yeah, just doing things, Batman. He he definitely backstepped himself with that when he released the Snyder Cut, because you because you can completely tell that Batman's completely different. Yeah, and I know after he's nothing like BBS. And I know he was getting old. He was a little older, so they're like, "Yo, let's do Dark Knight Returns." I always thought that decision was weird because uh, it's not full Dark Knight Returns; it's just influence, but. Why do yeah. Dark Knight Returns old grizzled Batman when you're just forming a Justice League and this is like the first time the Justice League's ever been formed? It just never made sense to me. And uh, 
but but it is what it, I I love that vision too. And there's a lot of like the Snyder Cup, one of my favorite superhero movies. See, I feel like they yeah. took Dark Knight Returns and they didn't make him so old. They made him more middle aged than an old man. Yeah, they, they did. kind of. I felt like Snyder was taking the Dark Knight Returns and starting it earlier on in Batman's life for a different reason that I we obviously don't get a chance to see now what that reason was. It was, but they did give him the gray hair and said, and I think it was publicly stated he had been fighting crime for 20 years in Gotham. I think they gave him yeah, 20 years. Because, yeah, Jason Todd's dead. Or, no, yeah. Dick Grayson's dead. I Dick, forgot Dick he Grace, killed Grayson. Yeah, they killed a different Robin. They killed the good Robin. Fucking sons of bitches. But it is what it is. They killed Dickie. And, and fucking... Uh, ben Affleck. Yeah, how you feel that? How you feel that Leto is the one that took out your boy Dicky, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Dude. What do you mean Leto's the one that takes out Dick Grayson, dude? Oh God, the the greatest. <laughs> that's how you knew that DCU was fucking doomed to fail. I'm sorry, and I love it, and I want all of it to succeed. But you're gonna fucking take out the future of it before it starts. <laughs> Just makes no fucking sense. The team type, there's so much continuity. Like he, he's a, a part of. There's not nah, fucking kill him. Let let's make Leto a little more badass with the grills and shit, and have a damaged yeah. tattoo on his forehead. Fucking clown. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck, I, I liked him, but he also he's a victim of not getting his own vision put out there, and a lot of studio bullshit. Yeah. Uh, he got he's fucked. Part, Warner, he Warner got really fucked. fucked Affleck, dude. If you're just going by the Justice League, he's one of the worst Batman in history because that movie is edited to make him look terrible for no reason. Yep. When you look at the Snyder Cut and he looks like a badass, he, like you said, he's like the heart of the movie. Uh, he, he's really good in that movie. He, like, you got to have faith, Alfred. Like, all the shit in the, in the Snyder Cut, he's a dude, fucking beast. Dude, he, he, I can't like movie. that. His entire role in that movie is spot on perfect, both as Bruce and the Bat. It's perfect. So that's the best version, and I like and I like the warehouse scene in BVS. I think there's a lot of good stuff in BVS. I love the Superman fight scene. I, I like a lot of I like the stuff at the party with uh, when he walks by Wonder Woman. And he's talking to Alfred on the intercom. So I I like that stuff too. But Snyder and I like how really yeah, dude. I like how Snyder did the little thing that the old Justice League cartoon used to do with that little Wonder Woman Batman like really undermining little chemistry thing. Like yeah. how she would sit cross legged on his back computer talking yeah. to him and kind of like borderline flirting with him. Like I really liked how Snyder actually put that in the movie. Because Affleck yeah. and Godot, because that was it's the, that's the two perfect actors to do that with, dude. It is the best way to do it. It was also in Grant Morrison, like in the '90s comics too. Like that—that's the classic Justice League. Batman and Wonder Woman always have a flirtatious relationship. That's how you got to do. No. Yeah. I've always I mean. liked it better when it was Batman and Wonder Woman than when they did the Superman and Wonder Woman thing. Well, Superman and Wonder Woman wasn't flirtatious. They was clapping. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Batman shit better. Yeah, her and Batman were always like a will-they-won't-they they type thing. And, it, and that's always a fun time. Because uh, Batman's that playboy. Wonder Woman's like the most powerful chick ever. So it, that, that is yeah. always a good time. And Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot have chemistry. Ben, Al, ben Affleck... Uh, but yeah, the Justice League, him fighting the Parademon. Don't even, like, 
my special word to everybody that listens to this podcast, don't ever watch that fucking movie. I've seen it a couple times. Ever. <laughs> like, don't ever give Joss Whedon, like, the like the view count on that movie. Like, that movie is <laughs> awful, dude. And the, what the studio did to Snyder as both a human as both a human being as like as a as a worker for the universe like they really fucked him. Yeah, they fucked him hard. Uh, they they fucked him real hard. <laughs> uh, but, and then they replaced him with this fucking slub who just completely takes the DC universe, the start of it, and just throws it right in the trash can and pisses on it, dude. <laughs> uh, Josh Whedon, uh, yeah. I mean, two years ago, or well, not two years ago, but everyone used to think Josh Whedon was fucking. And some of the creations he did come up with. Yeah, because he made, because he good. did fucking the first Avengers and he did the second Avengers. And he made Buffy. So yeah, so they were like, oh, this dude's going to make a good movie. No, that dude didn't give a flying fuck about the DC Universe because he took everything Zack Snyder did and erased it and reshot everything. Yes. It was and not completely a ruined everything, dude. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I agree. I, I and, but and Batman in that movie was fucking ass. And him fighting a parademon should be way cooler than it was. That that scene was terrible. Like like all those scenes were just that he. Yeah, made it was. And, and, That's and why I like when Snyder did it, and they gave Ben Affleck swinging around the outside of that city, dude, killing all those fucking parademons, shooting at him with the big laser gun. Like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Snyder was like, "Fuck you, Weed," and this is what this whole scene was supposed to look like. He's supposed to kill like thirty parademons, not one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. It, it was way better. Uh. But yeah, he was a victim of that. So he he's my number three. I can't give him the top nod or anything like that because he's been in some shit that's bad. And he had some bad scenes as Batman. Yes, it was probably a directorial fault, but and yes, some of his scenes were golden too, but he's also had bad scenes as Batman, so I don't know. I can't yeah. I can't do it. He's my we'll number get, three. I'll get to when we get to my athletic I'll I'll show you up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is fault. There, are, there are strikes against him in my book. So, oh, there definitely is. I got some strikes against him. I can't. I have not. I don't. Not everything I have to say about it is good. I have bad things to say about everybody. Okay. Uh, who's your number two? My number two. I'm going with Emo Robert Pattinson, the Batman. I put okay. Robert Pattinson at number two. Uh, I thought he had the best movie. In my opinion, I enjoyed the Batman the most out of any Batman movie I've ever watched in my life. Aside from the Snyder Cut, because I can't say the Snyder Cut because that's not a Batman movie, but I enjoyed Batman more in that movie than I did in Pattinson's Batman, but that's not a Batman movie, so as of just a Batman solo movie, Pattinson has the best one. Okay. In my opinion. He's got the best narrative for the movie. It's a noir-styled narrative for the movie. Very similar to the Joker solo film, which I thought was perfect. I really like how the Joker film is, like, encouraging DC to do more noir-styled movies for characters in Gotham. Yeah, I agree. That's a good thing that the Joker started, and I'm glad that Matt Reeves picked up on that, like, aspect of the film and did it with the Batman. 
His movie contains the best Riddler and the best Penguin interpretation we've ever seen and the best Jim Gordon, in my opinion. Paul Dano. Paul Dano's Riddler is fucking fantastic, dude. He's thrilling. He gets you on the edge of your seat, dude. He, to most people, he kind of scares you a little bit. Like, his Riddler is really nobody to fuck with, dude. He's sadistic as fuck. He's twisting. He twists your mind and shit, and he, like, does fucked up things, and he's out for vengeance for a reason. He's not just a crazy dude, a crazy scientist. Like, he's out for vengeance. He's doing this for a reason. And he's a beast. Colin Farrell, his penguin is absolutely top notch. Yeah, Colin Farrell knocked out in the fucking park. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that 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 HBO Max series. Yeah, the show's gonna be great. And to see him as the penguin more, like if he appears in the next Pattinson movie, like I hope he does. Because he, he fucking kills it as Cobblepot, dude. That is, he's perfect as the rule. Uh, he has, his year two is young Batman. He's only in year two. I really like how they chose Pattinson to do it because Batman's still young, so he's still traumatized by what happened to him at a young age. So he still has to deal with all those emotions, being mentally broken by his family being shattered. On top of picking up the mantle of become, now becoming the Batman to turn that vengeance, to turn that hate and vengeance into something good, they chose a good actor to do that with because Pattinson fits that kind of like aroma as a human being. So like I, that was a really good casting to pick Pattinson for that, for this kind of movie. I thought he did a great job as Bruce, being young and still troubled by his trauma. And like I said, donating the cowl, he uses the cowl to help cope with the pain and it's trying to continue what his father started, which was restoring Gotham. Yes. Yes, Thomas might have done, not have been doing it in the right way, and that's what the Riddler was trying to expose. But I, like, for Pattinson's Batman, I feel like was trying to do it now as the Bat in the right way. Oh, I totally agree. And he's that he's the like. The best detective version of a Batman that we've gotten to see yet. Because, like, they really give you a lot of in-depth scenes of him actually, like... I mean, in Keaton's Batman, when... Or not Keaton. Kilmer's Batman, when him and Alfred are sitting there trying to solve the riddles. I mean, that was a little bit of a detective scene. But, like, they really... They have, like, quite a few scenes in this movie, like, where they really have him and Gordon in the room, like, solving clues. And that's... It's fantastic. Yeah. He has lots of room that he has to still continue to grow into the character of Bruce and the Batman. Since it is, like I said, like I stated, you're only year two still. He, still, yeah. he shows that he still has a lot of room to continue to grow, which leaves you wanting more movies. It does. And I like how his movie has several nods to potential future and existing rogues gallery villains. Like I, In my opinion, I thought there were a couple nods to the Court of Owls that were in there. The obviously Penguin's already in there and the Catwoman. And then they did the Joker little scene at the end. And then they also did, and I think, it, in my opinion, it wasn't confirmed, but I think they did a nod to Bane at the end of the movie during the fight scene when he shot himself with that green liquid. Oh, that's Venom. Really, yeah, that, that's for sure. It has, to, it has yeah. to be Venom, dude. So it Bane is. has to be coming in a new movie. Yeah. He has to. Yeah. And, it, like, mean, I'm very hopeful for... 
the owls, the court of owls, and a scarecrow to appear in one of his movies. Yeah, I mean, I heard a lot of people. You could say adrenaline shot to the moon, but I don't. Any comic book folks fans telling you it's that's green, fucking venom. dude. That's <laughs> fucking venom, dude. If it was any other color, I'd give you the argument, but they made it fucking green. That's venom. And there's a couple things that could go with that. It could not only just Vane, because he also he was addicted to venom in the comics. That's the whole storyline. I don't I don't know if they they probably won't go the drug addiction route, but <laughs> like he. Uh, there's a couple things you could do with it, but yeah, that's for sure, Adam. I liked his bat suit a lot. Pattinson's bat suit was, was oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, I liked his bat. The yeah. only thing about his bat suit I didn't like was the forehead on the mask. Yeah, the cowl looked the, a little weird. The way it, his face it made it cool. pop out like he, it was like the like he shaved the part of a bowling ball off and put it on the top of his fucking mask. Yeah, but I that's how Pat's forehead is anyway. Yeah, he yeah. looks weird. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. They had to make it fit his weird ass cranium, but <laughs> his the mask is the only goofy part to me. No, I, but the whole like metal suit, like that's pretty badass. What did you think of that scene when he ate shit? <laughs> when he hit the bridge? I, I, it was funny, and I don't really think it was. That, to me, I don't think they should have used that scene as, like, a comedic break in all the seriousness in the movie. I felt like that was more of a scene that was showing that Batman's still learning. Yeah. It definitely was. Like, he's not the master of flying around. He's not the master of taking the flight suit and flying around Gotham and doing all this and that. He's only year two Batman. So I felt like that was a really good scene to show that Batman's still learning. Yeah. No, it was. It for sure was. I have, but, uh, and, and the whole chemistry with him and, and Selena Kyle, like, and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman is the best that perfect. we've had. Maximus Michelle Pfeiffer out of the water, dude. Fuck Halle Berry. Fuck Anna Hathaway. <laughs> That, but she's definitely been the best one. And I like how they're doing the love interest between the two with that cat woman and his ruse. They had the best chemistry. I enjoy that. I, as much as I love Keaton and Pfeiffer, I think, uh, I mean, Hannah Hathaway I did not enjoy, but I, I, I like Keaton no. and Pfeiffer. But I, uh, Kravitz knows what she, she is the best cat woman. Ranking the cat woman. She is, is, dude. Yeah. She nails it. She looks like she's torn off a comic book page almost. She does, dude. Like she's a beautiful woman, and then you put her like in the cat suit. Like she does, she does a really good job as the role. Like she looks like Selena from the comics. She looks like a cat woman. Yeah. Same skin color, complexion. Like, dude, she's she's been born to play the cat woman. Exactly. She fucking killed it. All right. Uh, That was your number two. Who's your number two? Yep. My number two, and I guess this is going to give away my number one, and this tells you how different our list is. My number two is Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale, to me, had the greatest character arc of any Batman. And no, he's not the most comic accurate. And as a comic book fan, I can realize that and know that this isn't like 
my favorite interpretation of Batman, but I can respect and I can see like and what they were trying to do of putting Batman in like a real life situation, they did it perfectly. And I know you're not a huge fan of Ledger. I love Heath Ledger's Joker. I, I, I think those two against each other is like the perfect like combat. Like you don't want to see like yeah, I don't want to see that, against Dark Side. Yeah. I want to see Bell I agree with Joker. you. I like that's why I said like his Ledger and chemistry but like with him and Ledger is it's equal to Keaton in this sense. I might have given myself a bad stigma about my view as Heath Ledger is the Joker. He was a very good Joker. I just don't think, I think the world needs to stop ultimately casting him as the number one greatest Joker of all time solely just for the fact died. that he died yeah. is the role. Yeah, like that's how the I world sees it. Like he's no, dead, I understand he's that. the best. I like, he was a fantastic role. Like the whole scene with the, with Ledger in the pencil scene in the kitchen and what the, when he opens yeah. up his coat, his, his suit jacket pocket and his thumb got like 10 fucking grenade pins pulled on it. And he's like, come it's on. It's really cool. I like, I like that was, not... it's one of my favorite Joker scenes ever, dude. Like exactly. my favorite Joker scene in a movie is, is it from a ledger performance? Yes. Yeah. I but, like him on performance. I, I, all the other stigma and everything and, it sucks that he passed, but it, it does. I like, don't. He, if it would have been a bad performance, I would have called it as a bad performance. I think it was a really good, legendary performance. I think it's was, better definitely. than Christian Bale's performance as Batman. To be honest, I think I. That's my. I kind of would agree. To be honest, it's my only gripe, and why I can't put Bale at number one, is because I think the villains outshined him in every movie. And I really enjoyed Scarecrow. I like, even though I don't like that they bitched out at the end, but I, I, I really enjoy Scarecrow. I, I really like the, yep. the, all the scenes with him fucking with the patients and shit was top notch. And Raja Ghoul and everything, even though they kind of did the reveal or was calling him Dunkard and shit, you knew it was Raja Ghoul the whole time. And Lee yeah. awesome. So I like, feel like they kind of dropped the ball with the Bale movies, but with, with, with Raja Ghoul, because if they're going to introduce Raja in the League of Assassins, where's Damien at? Well, yeah, and that's kind of they, they they put Bane into all that, and that's kind of how they they wrapped a bow on it with Rises, and, and that's kind of how they brought you know Raz go back and everything. They, they went a different route instead of the Damien. Route. Yeah, like I don't know, they had an ample opportunity to bring in Damien to like this on a Batman into a movie, and that would have been a good movie. And then, honestly, I feel like Christopher Nolan would have been a good dude to do the Son of Batman movie, like the Son of Batman animated movie, like. If they would have made that live action, like Christopher Nolan would have done a good job with that movie. With the, like, with the whole Bale universe. He didn't want to continue it. And that's another reason why I can't put Bale number one. And he's my number two, yeah. so I don't know why I'm shitting on him. But I, I, like, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's one of my favorite actors. But to say, oh, he's going to be the future and he's Robin. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> And he's this dude like John yeah, Blake. Yeah, I, like, I get Blake that. John Blake isn't a thing. Who the fuck's John Blake? And so this random like orphan dude's gonna like none of that made sense. And happened like they dropped yeah. the ball with that Dark Knight Rises. Hard body. Just all the storytelling elements were fucked. Yeah, and, that's and, why and, I and, felt. That's why um, one of my notes I wrote down for Christian Bale. I felt like he could have shined more as the Batman and had better, even better movies if he had a different director. Yeah. But I I like the villains in his movie and Two Face, 
what's his name? Uh, Aaron Eckhart becoming Two Face is one of, yep. to me, the best performances and the best story arcs in superhero comics. I agree. Movies. I wouldn't say that, but I I definitely enjoyed the performance, and I think he's. If they're gonna bring the character Two Face back into the DCEU, like they should recast that same actor to play him again. I agree. I love the storytelling elements of it. I, I mean, I would him as Two Face. I was like, eh, it was all right, but I liked his transition of Harvey Dent to becoming Two Face was just phenomenal for me. And the, that I like, movie, yeah. and Joker had a part in that, and that's why I like that yep. too. I like that a lot better than than fucking what's his face from the from uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. I definitely like that better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I did the Dark Knight. It's, it's two different takes, but but for sure this one's a lot more serious. And, and Christian Bale Christian Bale just had the most character work. So that's why he's so high, too, because he, he like they gave him three movies to really develop who he was. They, they let him retire. They, they, they gave him a whole story. And they give and you can yeah. watch this three movie story and be like, okay, I know this Batman and I know what he's about, and there you go, that's his yeah. whole story. So he he he's up there. He he's my number two. Uh, drum roll. Who who's your number one? I mean, we're out of options, so I know who your number one. Is. <laughs> yeah, my ben number Affleck. one. I'm pretty sure is, is definitely Ben Affleck. And I agree I'm going with to Tom. definitely. Thank you, Sharon. I'm definitely going to <laughs> counter what Dan said about Ben Affleck earlier. I don't. I like the version of Batman in Gotham, but I think Justice League Batman is better. He faces harder. He faces harder villains, so he's put under more pressure. He has to balance the fact that he has to not only prepare just himself for battle, but 50 other heroes for battle at the same time. Right. And, like, he's his Batman, but Ben Affleck's Batman, he is the best physical appearance when he's wearing the Batsuit. Like, when you see Ben Affleck inside of the Batsuit, it straight up looks like you literally ripped him right out of a fucking comic page, dude, and threw him on your TV. You're right. It looks like he can take on Superman. Best physical appearance. He has not not only as the Bat, but as Bruce as well. Ben Affleck literally was born to be Bruce Wayne and Batman in real life. Like he is not, he is a spitting image of both Bruce and the Bat. Yep. He has the best voice of a, of a Batman in the suit. In my opinion, the size of his body is this perfect size. He's big and bulky and big and strong. Like Batman should not like skinny in a skin, a smaller bat suit like Christian Bale. And Robert Pattinson, he's big and bulky and big and strong, dude. He's fucking Batman. He works out hard. He should he be does. big and strong. And his facial features when he's wearing the cowl, like his his nose down to his jaw, is is perfect. It's square, shaped like stubbled shaved face. It's spot on. He has I the best it. fight and action scene totally as the Batman mean, with the warehouse. Totally. Warehouse scene, Batman vs. Superman. That is by far the best fighting scene you will ever see in a live-action Batman movie, and I felt like the only time that was ever going to get topped if they did the Batman and Deathstroke solo movie. Yeah. He's the only live-action Justice League Batman. And I like how when they did this, when they released him as the Batman, they skipped right over the origin. 
and they did a more established Batman and not a reboot, rebooted origin series with him. Well, they, they showed him, it in a, in a little video. They though. showed Justin it. Dean They're Morgan obviously going to show shot. it, but they didn't. Yeah. Like, they didn't use it as an origin. They just showed no. you his trauma. They did show it in a little clip, though. Me yeah, but they didn't. Like I said, they didn't use it as a like as a reboot yeah, like they usually do. The whole movie. No. Yeah. And like and like I was like just to wrap all that up. In my personal opinion, he's by far the most common accurate Batman portrayal. Jeremy Irons, I, mean, I, I felt like was the best Alfred. He I feel he like he had the best, the best Alfred. Accurate. For for like a Justice League, like if you read Grant Morrison, like nineteen ninety seven fucking JLA, the satellite era with Superman, Aquaman, or Aquaman, Martian Man, Hunter, like all the big guns. And Batman, that's the Batman. You, that's it's ripped off the fucking page almost. It and is. Is so, like Zack Snyder did a really good job at that. I would agree with that. Zach, like Zack Snyder is, has been by far the best act, the best director to have a hold of Batman. He's done by far the most accurate version of him in a movie. If take away Joss Whedon's fucking Justice League, fuck that movie. You take BVS, <laughs> the Ultimate Edition, the three-hour version, then you take the Snyder cut. Dude, it's like the Batman's perfect. He had the he had by far the best idea for a solo movie, but Warner Brothers had to go and fuck that up. <laughs> Him and Him, that Deathstroke. That Deathstroke movie, dude. I can't even. That would have like been one of the biggest what ifs ever. That would have been stellar, dude. Like that would have taken all of the comic book movies and shattered it, dude. And uh, I've been reading some recent reports about what the whole Discovery Warner merge, and now they have a new boss ahead of DC Studio, or they're trying to make a DC movie studios now, and they're like trying yeah. to get things yeah. reorganized again. I've, yes, been, I've seen studios. rumors that yes. that uh, Ben Affleck's death scene in the Flash movie is going to be reshot, so he does not die, and he actually ends up still being alive so that he has the potential to reprise his role in the DCU as the Batman. And I've also seen reports recently that he's been offered $30 million to reprise his role as the Batman in the DCEU to come back as the Batman and to also be part of a Crisis and Infinite Earths movie storyline. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but being offered $30 million to to reprise his role as Batman, I have seen that report quite a few times. I would Both attached to the crisis story and and not. He's also been the Batman. He's also had the most appearances as the Batman over any other live action actor. He has been on screen as the Batman the longest and the yeah, most over any he, other actor. He showed up at Suicide Squad. He showed up. He was in Suicide Squad, two Justice BBS. League movies, even though the first one sucked. He That's was in BVS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. He's in Suicide Squad. He's going to be in the Flash movie. Yeah, that's true. He showed up quite a bit. Ben Affleck. He, uh, he like, was a good one. That's, that's our Batman. Like, in my opinion, like, that's... <laughs> like, when... Like, 50 years from now, when everybody... Like, all this comic book shit probably eventually dies down with comic book movies, like, people are going to remember Ben Affleck as the Batman. 
I agree. And I have to be honest, when I first heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, it's like, oh, my God, what a terrible choice. And then when I saw yeah. this Batman and Bruce Wayne, it's like, that was amazing. Yeah. I didn't, I was, a lot of people were like that. Like, everybody shitted on the casting of, of Ben Affleck being the Batman. Yeah. But like I I I read some reports about that at the time. Ben Affleck is one of the biggest Batman fans in Hollywood that there is. He fucking loves Batman. Like, him, he him has like, like from friends. what I've heard, he, he has a Batcave at his fucking house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's Batman's been his favorite character as his whole life and the picture that uh, I think it was comicbook.com released at the time when they said that uh, Ben Affleck has been casted as a DCEU Batman. The picture that they showed of Ben Affleck, I'm like, dude, that is a perfect image of Bruce Wayne, dude. Like, I just, I I knew it was going to be good. And, like, with the first version of Batman vs. Superman, I was kind of let down because that movie did kind of suck at first with the with the theatrical version that they released. A little bit, yeah. A little I bit, see. yeah, but then when Snyder came out and they released the Ultimate Edition and they added, like, that 30 or 45 minutes to the movie, it really helped amp the movie up and it really helped the movie and made it a lot better. Yeah. And then with the release of the Snyder Cut, dude, that's just... That's your golden ticket to Perfect Batman right there. And his Bruce Wayne is what you would think George Clooney should have been. Because yeah. George Clooney seems like the perfect playboy. It's like he was born to be Bruce Wayne, but he just kind of sucked. But it, it didn't. But Ben Affleck, he, it's kind of the same way. He's a Hollywood boy. He's, now he's the dude that's banging J-Lo. I got And he fucking... Yeah. And he seems like that dude. He's just swaggy. And like the whole, I bought the I bought the bag. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like he played the role bag. perfect, dude. The fucking bag. <laughs> like he's, he's a very good Bruce. The whole... Uh, and then he bought the Justice Hall at the end of the Snyder Cut. That was awesome. And, like, yeah. even oh, though God, you fucking me. hate his guts, here we go. The yeah. whole scene at the end of the Snyder Cut with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto's Joker is one of oh, my favorite. get the fuck out of here. Is one of my favorite conversating scenes between the Batman and the Joker that we've had in the live-action movie. Say what you want about Leto's performance as the Joker, but you take any any other person and put him in that suit at the time as the Joker, the conversation that the two have as characters is perfect. What the Joker is saying to the Batman is perfect. And what the, yeah, how Batman's responding is perfect. An absolute fucking idiot, I agree. Yeah, that it's, I don't I don't give a shit about who's the Joker. <laughs> Like at the time, that scene is is a, is a very very good scene about like that intellectual conversation that the that the Joker and the Batman have, like from the comics, like from the Love Tunnel, from the I don't remember what yeah. animated. I think it was Dark Knight Returns or it was the Killing Joke. Yeah, they've talked. They've talked a few times. Like that conversation they have, like where Batman's like I'm. I will fucking kill you and like all that. Lord, I will fucking like that. Like that conversation that they had. Like, dude, I don't know. That was the perfect scene. It was definitely not needed in the movie, but I'm glad that they did put it in because it's a great nod to true Batman fans from the Justice League and like even from like the like the Gotham version of Batman. Like, that's it was just a nice nod to the comic book fans for that scene. 
Yeah, I mean, I hated it, but <laughs> I like Ben Affleck. He was good in that scene. I, I thought Leto was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> fucking call him here a fish. Sorry, say, say, speaking of, uh, like, a Joker, dude, I know who they should recast into Joker. Who? You haven't Please. watched it yet. Stranger Things 4, okay? Yeah. His name, I think his name is Joe Campbell, or Josh He's, Campbell. But he he plays num he plays number one, and and the main villain of the Stranger Things four number one in Vecna. It's the actor that plays him. That dude would play a perfect, fucking Joker. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> oh yeah. He would play a perfect Joker, dude. And the role and, like, the the way he plays that role in the show, dude, he's sadistic enough and crazy enough, and he can play that role of the Joker perfect. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, he would be an absolutely amazing Joker. You're not a big uh, Barry Kogan fan or Kohagan or nah, whatever? Nah, dude, is. that... That was dumb, dude. <laughs> I get the whole, like, death in the family, like, Joker look they're trying to go for, but they dropped the ball with it. Yeah. No, they did. <laughs> they dropped it. I don't like, like, that's going to be the worst interpretation of the Joker we're going to have, and I'm literally going to say that Leto's gangster from Suicide Squad is going to be a better Joker than his. Oh, fucking no. Uh, all right. Well, I'll get into my number one, then. Michael Keaton, the OG. Uh, 1989. Uh, I went back and watched these movies this week, and I realized how uh, legendary they were. I know you hated Return. I liked Returns a lot, man. Uh, I did. I, I got really Danny. bored, and I stopped watching halfway through it. How can you get bored of Danny DeVito with black goop coming out because, of his mouth? Because Danny DeVito just completely took the Penguin character and threw it in the trash can. Dude, it was an interesting fucking take. Cobblepot it was not... It was. I did not like it. Like, they made him like a little monster, dude. Like, he's not a monster, dude. He's a fat fuck who's a mobster. I didn't mind that take on the Penguin. I thought it was good. I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was... Uh, loveliest Catwoman, and I thought her and Bruce's chemistry yeah. was really good. I thought she was good, like in like physically as the role, but her character arc as Catwoman, I didn't like that dude. Like she fell off a building, and then like a bunch of stray cats just came and sucked on her fingers while she was dead, and she just woke up, and all of a sudden she just goes back home and chugs a gallon of milk, and she's Catwoman now. Like that was fucking stupid. I enjoyed it, <laughs> and I enjoyed fucking <laughs> Keaton. I thought he was listen. They should have, as much as I enjoyed to, uh, fucking uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face, there's a, there's a series that just finished up, a comic series, Batman 89, and it's basically a continuation after Returns if they would have kept Keaton and shit. And uh, it introduced some stuff like Billy D. Williams, who was Harvey Dent in those first two movies, who was, by the way, yep. also like the coolest fucking dude alive. And, uh, yep. a lot I of was Star wondering Wars why movies. they recasted him to Tommy Lee. Yeah. Fucking Star Wars fans know him, you know, big fucking uh, guy for, for that franchise. He would. Yeah, they should have just done Billy D. Williams, dude. 
It's Billy D. fucking Williams. They should have showed his transition to Two Face, and that would have been a perfect third movie uh, for Keaton. I always liked Keaton. I thought he was a little nuts, and I think that's what made him a good Bruce Wayne. And, and to be honest, I love how uh, he's the Batman now. I, I mean, Discovery might change that, but the the plans for a while, like he's fucking back, baby. He's he's coming in the Flash. You can see the cowl in the fucking trailer to where he can barely move his head again, just like the original movies. Like, this motherfucker, he's going to be Batgirl's dad. Michael Keaton's fucking Batman again. It's like 60-something years old. So, the OG's back. And I don't know what's going to happen with him. Because we're seeing him and Affleck both in this new Flash movie. Uh, so, I mean, they're both still very relevant. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, But I like Keaton a lot. I like the old portrayal. I like him and Nicholson, to me, have the greatest chemistry of any Batman joke. I really like Bale and Ledger. I obviously do not like Ben Affleck. Well, I love Ben Affleck, but I hate Jerry Leto. But Nicholson was probably one of my favorite Jokers. I love the take. And I thought him and Keaton were great. Just like the delivery of the lines, like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And and then Keaton hitting them back with that. It's just that that movie was so good. And no, it might not have been perfectly comic accurate because Tim Burton didn't like comic books because he's a weirdo. But that movie did a lot of good things. And Michael Keaton's one of the reasons for it. So he, he, he is my favorite Batman. He's the original uh, I don't think there's been anyone yet to beat him. I do not agree. I know you. Don't. <laughs> I know you fucking don't. Our list is way different. Uh, so let's go uh, before we get into some news topics, and then I'll plug a little bit, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, let's go. Let's go through our list again. Uh, worst to best. What was your list? Uh, George Clooney was number six. Michael Keaton was number five. Val Kilmer was number four. Christian Bale was number three. Robert Pattinson was number two. And Ben Affleck was number one. All right. And I had Clooney, Pattinson, Kilmer, Affleck, Bale, Keaton. Okay. Well, we got a very different list. And, uh, you know, for the people, submit your list. Uh, I'll try to get a Facebook group or something going soon for the web cave but uh i'd love to hear other people's lists uh i wonder uh what the masses think sorry dan but i agree more with bobby's list than yours that's okay everyone's got their own opinion i like the old school Yeah, but, uh, that's why, like, for all of Keaton's things, like, I gave him all of his, like, he's the pioneer, dude. Like, we wouldn't have had any of these ba- other Batman movies without Michael Keaton. You wouldn't have. We wouldn't have any of them. I can't take that away from Michael Keaton. He did birth all of it. But for me as a Batman fan and how, like, heavily flawed that movie was for the Batman, I didn't really like it. Yeah, I feel you. I like the first one, though. I enjoyed the first movie. Batman 89, like, that's a classic. That's a great Great. movie. Phenomenal. Even with its flaws. Yes. 
Very much so. All right. Uh, so that's our list. Uh, you want to get into a couple news things, Bobo? Uh, yeah, for our next couple weeks here, I guess we can announce our next two episodes if you want. Yeah. Uh, the next episode, episode three, uh, I believe we're going to do a, the same thing here, but with live action Spider-Man portrayals out of those three actors, Mr. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Yeah, I got a lot of fucking Spider-Man to watch this week. <laughs> yeah, me too. And Spider-Man is my favorite, so you guys will probably hear a lot from me next week. Oh, yeah. That's and then true. after That's that, we are favorite. going... And then the week after that, we're going to do a the solo 2019 Joker film movie review. We're going to do a full review about the movie as a whole, both as Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal as the Joker and the movie as a whole. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll, we will be getting into all that and, uh, and more. And... Uh, I mean, we, we, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, ne- next week we'll talk, because we, we, we've already gone a, about an hour and a half, so I'll probably just uh, hit the plugs off. We'll head out. We'll, we'll get into the Marvel trailers and stuff next week. And uh, Yeah, I don't think it'll go very long to go through only three actors this time instead of six. Yeah. So... Uh, We'll, we'll save some of the news segments for, for next week with the Spider-Man episode. But uh, make sure for the for the people, good listeners, make sure to check out the web cave every Monday. We'll probably start going on at around 7 since we work throughout the week. Uh, so uh, Mondays at 7 is probably a good time to catch the web cave. Uh, make sure to sure check is. out... Unscripted Wrestling, check that out at uh, 6.30 p.m. on Fridays. Unscripted Unlimited Saturdays at 7. And uh, the Stabcast Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. Check out the Wrestling Outlet, Unbox and Smirk, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And uh, Elite Diplodoc, my buddy Sean, his gaming channel on YouTube. And uh, that'll, that'll probably do it. And we'll see everybody else on the web cave next week. You got anything else, Bobo? Uh, no, it's about it. All right, man. This was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. Oh, yeah. Everybody have a good day. Have a happy Memorial Day. Hell, yeah. Eat some wieners. It was trouble, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape...